Hey guys, editing Chad here. Um, so this is a cut segment from episode 134. Um, just thought like, hey, you know, this, the main episode won't get posted to Friday and let's just post our Marvel's review now. So here you go. I uh, just want to hop on here and say, you know, do the YouTube things, you know, like, subscribe, uh, leave a comment. Um, if you've seen the Marvels, um, tell us what you liked about it. Don't tell us what you didn't like about it. There's going to be plenty of um, of um, YouTube videos about what they didn't like about it, mainly about, you know, you know. But anyway, uh, hey, just let us know uh, what you liked about the movie. If you're watching it on YouTube, if you're checking out the audio, you know, do the audio things. Leave a review if you're listening on iTunes. Rate us on Spotify, blah, 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 blah. All right. Um, enjoy. So Matt and I saw the Marvels. Um, this is the this is essentially Captain Marvel 2. Um, Matt, you want to jump in or? Um... Where I'm trying to think, where should I start at? Um, let's start with the bad, I guess. I really hate Kamala's dialogue. I get that she's a kid and everything, but it's like, oh, like act, how hard she's fangirling out. Right, right. I get the, I get that, but it's like I'm not faulting the actress. I still like the dialogue, and it got to a point when I was watching this, and I'm like. Maybe we should start stop having kids be superheroes. <laughs> Let let's let's do some adults. <laughs> Cause I'm I was like it was just it was like turn off type of stuff where like he, hearing her fangirl over this stuff. And I get it. That's the character. She did mm -hmm. everything, but it was just like at a certain point, like as further we got in this movie, I was like, stop it. Yeah. I um so my thing is like I really like that young lady. I like the actress that plays Miss Marvel. And part of the reason I like her is because you can tell, like, as a person, she's happy to be there. Mm -hmm. And, like, I can't say that for most of the actors in these movies at this point. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if y'all not even happy to film this and get y'all millions of dollar checks, why should I be happy to spend the money to come into this movie? Right. Right. So it's like, she is, like, the biggest reason I went to see the movie because it's like, I, I've been kind of, like, falling out of love with these Marvel properties, like these TV shows and these movies. Cause it's like, I'm tired of seeing this formula, but I'm like, I like that young lady. I will go see this movie. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm with you. Like her dialogue was not great. Um, I'm getting tired of like, we're like, we're, I feel like we're over 30 movies at this point and like X amount of television shows. And it's like, we still don't have a cohesive universe, right? And I think that's the biggest thing is because now we you can't. I feel like every time a movie or a TV show comes in after Loki season one, then like none of the stuff real like does this stuff matter before all this before that this stuff mattered like people. Every scenario, people dying, people doing this, this stuff mattered. But like with the multiverse and everything else like that, does this stuff really matter? It's it's hard to get invested to where, you know, things can change and these people can come back. And like I want I want to like this. 
I like I really do. I want to be invested in this Marvel stuff, but it's it's hard to do it going forward now. And I don't know if it's because of the multiverse or if they oversaturated the market with these TV shows and everything or not really fully developed these characters, but it's it's hard to get invested into continue to you don't I don't have the same feelings of Marvel as I did since basically Loki came out. I did it with WandaVision. I did it with uh who's another one after WandaVision? Um, um Captain and Falcon. Falcon well, and well we, we already know how we feel about that one. Well, I'm but trying then to I, think of the shows. It's it's all right. Well, right. But then after that, and then Kate Bishop, and now I'm like, you know how I feel about that. And I'm just like, okay, this yeah, is man. what we doing now. Yeah, man, I'm with you. It's like we're we've oversaturated the market, like there are no consequences because a char- a main character can die and they're like, oh, but there's another universe where this person is still alive. So it's like, what what are we doing here? We've got right. all these shows. And like overall, I'm frustrated that we have this many like this many pieces of the puzzle at this point, right? And we're not doing anything with it. Like we haven't seen Captain Marvel in anything since 2019, mm-hmm. right? Um uh, Monica Rambeau we haven't seen her since WandaVision that was like two years ago we haven't seen Miss Marvel in a year which that that's fine but it's like we there's so much time between seeing these characters and we don't really know them right so like this is essentially Captain Marvel 2 and we still don't know anything about Captain Marvel like we see her on a mission like not with any Avengers and stuff like when she when the three of them are like on the planet doing stuff and she's extremely stern with Miss Marvel and she's like look sometimes people die and it's like a, it's a it's an interesting scene cuz it's like it's that whole never meet your heroes moment right where Miss mm-hmm. Marvel's trying to do everything she can to save these people but Miss Captain Marvel's like look we we ran out of time I'm sorry but we we saved some people we got to go and mm-hmm. I'm like this is really interesting because we don't know anything about this character. Like her first movie, she was not a fully formed character. She was learning about herself. And so like, we never really got a chance to like learn, like how does this person think? So like, I would have liked an opportunity to see like, oh, okay, she's about the mission instead of in this moment. Right. And it's hard to tell between like how much time has went by from that movie to this movie. Well, I know how much time because, Rambo yeah. has grown up and stuff like that. But yeah. it's like you said, that's a long jump to see if she's been through a lot. So it But do you normally get that stuff from superhero movies? Because I feel like you don't. I feel like they it's all about that big 45 I feel, minute. I, I feel like before Endgame we did because we had so many back-to-back movies with the Iron Man's Captain America, yeah. Avengers. Like, so they, they were collaborating so we could see the the, the progression of the character like okay right. so ha- have you seen captain america civil war scott i think i have that's the one where um tony stark they, was like hey we got we gotta we gotta sign up with the government like stuff's getting hot out here we gotta be regulated yeah and like captain america's like no like i have been through i've i've been through wars and I have been through like a corrupt government system and I know you cannot give like so much power to people because they cannot be trusted at the end of the day. And like his whole argument of like, 
we have to be able to self-regulate ourselves versus a government body telling us who we can save and who we can't save. And like politically, we shouldn't help these people, even if it is the right or wrong thing to do. Like everything he was saying, you understood because like you've seen so many movies with, with that character at that point. I feel like that's the exception where where there's a, a you know a lesson to be learned from one of these movies. That for no, me. no, I get you, but like also like you also understood what Tony Stark was saying too on the flip side, where he's like, if we don't sign up for this, it could get really bad for us. So it's like, why not change the pro change the system from within it? So like uh -huh. you understood both of those characters' arguments because we have seen so many movies up to that point with them and so now we're we jump to a captain marvel movie where we haven't seen this character in three years and it's like i don't know you i don't know how you think what are we supposed to do here in these situations what is happening and it's like this movie isn't even giving us a real opportunity to explore these characters it's just like you said all right action beat action beat corny joke corny joke action beat set up another movie we out yeah so um looking at my notes here and none of this is really worth mentioning because like the villain is like a, a, a non-issue like honestly this movie could have not like cast a person it could have just been a person in a mask and we would have gotten the same results mm -hmm. right um you know this movie they're setting up more stuff in the future that may or may not get paid off uh i really have have we talked about how um it's like are you in, in in um are you are you um familiar with like either you like the the expression like coded characters like this character is gay coded or this character is like black coded but oh, okay yeah yeah so it's like um the care I I believe the character of Captain Marvel in that first movie is gay coded. Because mm -hmm. it's like it's heavily implied that her and um, her best friend are in a relationship, but they can't say that. And um, the feelings that Monica feels towards Captain Marvel in this movie of like, you abandoned me, Aunt Carol. I feel like she's trying to say, hey, you're basically my my other mom and you you just abandoned me. But mm -hmm. like we we can't say that even though it's twenty twenty three we can't really outright say some characters was gay and that's just frustrating. No, I like I get that because also like I just saw a thing on uh, Instagram where uh, I was a wrestler saying that how after watching um, the first Captain Marvel, uh, she was she was talking to uh, Brie Larson and she was saying, hey, after watching that, that made me feel comfortable to come out to her family that she was bi or gay or whatever. And Brie Larson like choked up and everything, and like saying like yeah, but um, yeah, it was like coded like you're you were my like second mom, and you supposed to be here for me, and you left me and things like that. But speaking of that, real quick, and they're talking about she's like other people needed me, but they don't really elaborate on that too. As far right. as, like I, we know, she done things like she went back, you know, she was a princess and stuff, but they never really explain like you've been gone for all these years. What have you been doing? Right. So I don't know. This, this is just. I don't. What are we doing? Like I'm just so tired of this. Like there's no point to any of this anymore. But how do you feel about um? Uh, now we're talking about stuff going forward. What about Echo? Oh, now, Echo that... does look good to me. 
Oh, so uh, this is a new TV show about um, this is a, a the actress is deaf in real life and the character is deaf. Um, uh, she's kind of like a vigilante. Um, it, it gives me the it gives me the Netflix Marvel theme, not like the Disney Plus, like Punisher, Jessica Jones, stuff like mm -hmm. that. I, I, I watching a trailer, I'm like, okay, I like this. They or it seems of, interesting. They cut a good trailer. But anything can look good in a trailer. So is this uh, a streaming that, or is this? It, a... Yeah, yes, this is going to yep. be on Disney Plus in January. Yeah, so it's yep. like an action show, got some crime mob type stuff happening. But the trailer looks good. But I don't know, man. I don't know. But hey, man, you can't. Uh, what's Kingpin's uh, real name? Actor name? Vincent D'Onofrio. Yeah, I mean. He be acting his ass off whenever he on screen. So no, I that, that's true. That he's he's, he's yeah. giving it one hundred and ten percent, no matter what he's <laughs> yeah. saying. Right, right. But anyway, that's kind of like our all over the place review of um the Marvels. It's fine. I gave it three stars.